Here's the definition of illusion, a thing that is or is likely to be wrongly perceived or interpreted by the senses. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. Man, what's good, everybody, man? Welcome back to the show. You already know what it is, man. Beyond Illusions featuring your boy, Drew Beans. And you already read the description in the show. We talking about social media today, man. And once again, man, let's get straight to the meat. Yeah, man, I kind of I wanted to do this show, man. And because um, I'm on social media as well, man. So... You know, I see a lot of things with people and how they take social media too serious. People take it way too serious, man, with social media, man. And some people's lives, you know, some people's lives revolve around social media and the opinions of people and comments of people and you know I just wanted to speak about this today man because you know for me I'm on social media as well and I use social media as entertainment when I'm going to bed at night I get on there just to see people post certain things and I use it as entertainment you know, I, I don't watch a lot of TV, so, you know, when I come on social media, I'm looking for entertainment. On top of, I use social media for, to keep in contact with friends and family, you know, that I don't see on a regular basis. And so that's what basically, you know, I use social media for. And obviously, I use this, some of these platforms to podcast. But then you got these people with, you know, self-esteem issues that are searching and seeking validation on these outlets and making a fool of themselves. But I'll get into that. I'll get into that in a little bit. But there's actually a motive to why these social media pages are giving you a free outlet to act a damn fool that no one is paying attention to. This is one big whole psychological experiment being done on different demographics that's on social media outlets. Let's let's take a look at the numbers. 
TikTok right now is about a billion users. Um, Instagram, about a billion and a half. Facebook, about 2.9 billion people use this these social media outlets. And I honestly believe that these numbers are used to try to figure out our tendencies, our beliefs, our attitude within, you know, different demographics that's on these social media outlets and to manipulate. And and when and and, and then let's look at the word manipulate for a minute. It's to handle or control typically in a skillful manner which by the way is genius on their half they found a way to run an experiment and get free guinea pigs <laughs> yo ain't that some shit the moment you sign up you put in your email your phone number and you make a uh, TikTok or uh, Facebook or Instagram or any of these on any of these outlets you just signed up to become a free guinea pig for them it's a free experiment you just gave consent for an experiment they do realize that different cultures, different races have different views on different events and topics out here. They have intel that we give them voluntarily on social media. And with this intel, they can manipulate us and make us comply to their agendas. Let's think about this for a minute. Let's think about dating. A big part of dating is you're trying to get to know a person. You're trying to figure out what the right things to say. You're trying to find out their likes, their dislikes, what turns them on, what turns them off. Just imagine if you already had all that intel. It would make it so much easier for them to fall for you. But let me move on. I want to get back to the topic of the show. How us as people take this experiment, which is social media, too serious. So let me just read this real quick for you. This is a doctor, um, a psychologist. Dr. Jacqueline Sperling, a psychologist. And this is an article that she wrote. Social media has a reinforcing nature. You activates the brain reward center by releasing dopamine or dopamine. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. But. It's a feel-good chemical linked to pleasurable activities such as sex, food, 
and social interactions. The platforms are designed to be addictive and are associated with anxiety, depression, and even physical ailments. According to the Pew Research Center, 69% of adults and 81% of teens in the U.S. use social media. This puts a large amount of the population at an increased risk of feeling anxious, depressed, or ill over their social media use. But what makes users come back for more, even when it can literally make them feel sick? When the outcome is unpredictable, the behavior is more likely to repeat, Sperling says. Think of a slot machine. If game players knew that they were never going to get money by playing the game, then they never would play. The idea of a potential future reward keeps the machines in use. The same goes for social media sites. One does not know how many like a picture. Uh, excuse me. One does not know how many likes a picture will get, who will like the picture, and when the picture will receive likes. The unknown outcome and the possibility of a desired outcome can keep users engaged with the sites. To boost self-esteem and feel a sense of belonging to their social circles, people post content with the hope of receiving positive feedback. Couple that content with the structure of potential future reward and you get a receipt for constantly checking platforms. When receiving others social activity, people tend to make comparisons such as, did I get as many likes as someone else? Or, why didn't this person like my post, but this other person did? They're searching for validation on the internet that serves as a replacement for meaningful connections they might otherwise make in real life. And this is crazy to me, man. You know, after reading that study, just to see that this causes depression, anxiety, actually health issues. And, you know, one of the worst things is, you know, reading that article is it's addictive. And, you know, it's funny because even when it comes to online bullying i always say to myself like why don't you you know I, I grew up we didn't have social media when i grew up thank god and when i look back now and i i think of you know even certain states have come and put laws into place for cyber bullying because this is this is actually dangerous because people have committed suicide, especially, you know, teenagers and stuff who take this really serious. And if you looked at the numbers, they're one of the highest populations deaths into the whole social media. So, and, and, and people are actually jumping off of bridges, shooting themselves in the head because of someone bullying them 
online. And I always said to myself, like, you know, when, when I grew up as a kid, a teenager, if there was any kind of bullying, that was in person. And, you know, that's one thing. It's in person. There's, there's so much you can do about it. There's only so much you could do about it. But you would think now it'd be easier to just shut it down. Just be like, you know what? Let me delete my account. Let me get off of this social media stuff. But because of the fact that it's addictive, because people need that validation so bad, they cannot let it go. And it can actually lead to you taking your own life. That's crazy. And how many times do we see on social media someone probably stressed out, going through whatever, talking about, hey, I'm going to shut this down, coming on for the announcement on social media and announcing to everyone that they're about to shut down their social media oh you won't see me back this is my last day i'm not gonna be on this no more and waiting for their validation from somebody because you got the thirst balls that'll be in the comments don't shut it down girl or don't shut i, I mostly see it with women you know searching for that validation and you got the thirst balls, like I said, man, in the comments. Oh, don't shut it down. We're here for you. Or even sometimes they're so-called friends. And, you know, I, I look at that and I laugh because I be like, you know, if you're going to do it, just do it. Shut it down if you're going to shut it down. What's the announcements about? There should be no announcements. It's social media. Why are you even taking this that serious? But they got to let everybody know because that validation is needed so bad. Someone got to make them feel special for them to stay on their social media. And a lot of times they're going to stay regardless, but they just want to hear somebody that needs them on that social media outlet. And even with the validation that everybody's hunting down so bad, the craving this validation you got to understand that a lot of this validation comes with critique as well because not everybody is gonna like your picture that's no reason for you to be stressed out or going to depression, but you're going to get critique i was uh actually reading an article on uh this rapper coy loray beautiful young lady she's uh she's a slim woman a slim a slim girl and you know she posted certain pictures and the critique some of the critique that she got was 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 crazy you know because in this world of the fake asses and the fake titties and all this other stuff you know society don't want to accept her you know and I was uh, reading some of the comments, man, and, and they, they were disgusting. You know, you are shaped like a boy. You look like a little boy. You got the body of a boy and all this other craziness. 
And then you can see how a lot of these women just go and be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to just go get some surgery done and I'm going to get an ass and I'm going to get titties for that validation. So, so that someone can accept them. I could easily see with this generation how they fall into the trap of that. Because like I said, some of the comments that I read on that one were just disgusting. And, and you know, this is what they call body shaming. And what people fail to realize, even with that body shaming for every comment, for every person that sits there and say, hey, man, I don't like this. And is going to talk shit about your body. There's someone out there that actually likes that. There's someone for everybody out here. Someone is going to appreciate you the way you are. And if you let that get to you, your self-confidence then it's very easy to go into, you know, depression or feel a certain way, have self-esteem issues with your body. But what you have to understand is once you put yourself on Front Street, on this social media, you have to take both. You're not just going to get the validation. You're going to get the critique as well. And you have to ask yourself, are you willing? Are you accepting, ready to accept both the positive and the negative that you're going to get off of these social medias? Because it's a balance. You can't have one without the other. Because, see, there's some miserable haters out here that when you in those pictures of you with hubby or if there's a man and he's posting a picture with wifey, there's some miserable haters out here, man, that don't like that because you got to understand misery loves company. And if they don't have it, they don't want to see you with it either. Not even realizing that... Not everything you see on Facebook or um, Instagram or the social medias is is actually reality. Because this is all an illusion and this is why I'm even talking about it. Because some of this is an illusion as well. Because things are not even always what it seems to be. Because when you look at social media, people put their best face forward. They're only going to show you the good times most of the time. You got in, in, in certain in certain situations, you got what I call the rats that's going to come out there and tell you, you know, uh, my baby daddy doing this and that and that. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times when you see these pictures with people, it's that's an illusion as well. They posted up pictures. You don't even know, man. That man probably gave him 10 STDs. You know what I'm saying? With hubby. You know, wifey you had a train ran on her with a bunch of other motherfuckers. But they're coming together and taking a picture for their social media outlet. And you sitting there like, oh, man, it must be nice. You know? 
comparing your life to that. And if you look at what I was talking about earlier, you start doing the comparisons because you see what people want you to see on the social media outlets and start feeling a certain way, not even having the full 100 of the situation, which shouldn't even matter because if you're showing love to a person on these social media outlets, you should just show love. You feel me? But you, you was there to hate. So now you want to start comparing your life to this person's life. You might be better off and not even knowing. But you're sitting there trying to compare yourself to this lifestyle that you're seeing. And while you're so stressed out and searching for your validation so bad on these social media outlets, they'll turn around and give you a new emoji so they can do more research on your feelings. Stop taking this shit so serious, fam. Use this shit, the social media, for entertainment purposes only. And look beyond the illusion. Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Beyond Illusions featuring Drew Beans. Now you can stay current and find out when we're dropping shows on Facebook. Beyond Illusions. Also, we're on Instagram. Beyond Illusions 333. Thanks again for listening. Keep tuning in. Thank you.